0: All right, so let's finish up over here in the Ma'am HaShayni, Terat Gimel, and Seferi Karm. So the question we're dealing with is, is uh, the idea of Rutz on Hashem and all of the attending difficulties uh, in, um, in, uh, in the concept of Hakosh Baruch as a Poel, um, either, he says, it's impossible to conceive of him as a Poel like the Teva, like his first idea of Poel. And that is, because that is um, uh, deficient, that's a deficient Poel. And if you go into the idea of rut zone, it brings up questions of change, right? And needs and things like that. So, um, so therefore, he says, like this, okay. He says, like this. He says, he says however. He says, the, the answer to this, uh, the resolution to this great uh, question, this great doubt, um, that. So we say, we conclude that it must be that the Hagarish Baruch was a poem. So how do we resolve the questions? So he says, like this. Okay, it's a little bit, uh, we'll see. He says, if if the Ratzon and the Right, um, that Hashem is a, an agent with is of the kind of Ratzon and Bechira that is Bo'adam. Okay? <laughs> He's basically going back to the answer. Im ha hu mimin so if it were the same kind if it was of that sort then it would create, then it would uh, demand these doubts that we spoke about. It would imply, it would, it would necessitate uh, uh, something new and change, right? It says, but, since God's Ratzon is not the kind of Ratzon that we have, lo yikramizeh beetle. So he says it's a little bit of a funny expression, but EF Shalomar And it doesn't um he says um and it does not uh it doesn't lo Meaning say what? Doesn't this doesn't create any any uh any difficulty.
1: But, but what, does it
0: leave, what does it leave us with? What does it leave us with? To say that it's not, but so, so, so in, what in what way is it rutzon? In what way is <laughs> it rutzon? Right. You know, that's that's the question. Enough. And it says it's either this way or it's that way. It's only two possibilities: it's either right. just a natural thing, like right. a force, or it's uh, bechira and will. Right. And that um, that's and fine. that's impossible because yeah. of other problems. Right. So what's the answer? It's a it's a different kind. But you only said they said there were only two kinds. why does he pick rutzon? Yeah, said, no, he's just, it's not a different kind. So. Let's go it. like this. Let's give him a little chance. So he's like this, and, and then we'll take a look at the Ramah The has something on this too. He says, "Ki <laughs> nimshach His will is drawn after his wisdom and his ability and his might, like "Kimo shechachmoso v'yafolta hein bilti bal tachlis." So therefore, just like his wisdom and his ability are infinite, and they're not like our wisdom and our ability, so too his Ratzon is not like our Ratzon. And like the nosaf, just like his knowledge and wisdom, are not something in addition to his essence, right, as we'll explain, but it is, and just like his, his essence is, and just like his essence is completely hidden, so too his wisdom is completely hidden. And we will not be able to understand. Here's the important point: we only we don't we only understand that which we attribute to him. Wisdom mm-hmm. to remove to negative from him foolishness, which is the opposite. Okay. So he's saying when we talk about God's God's uh, Ratzon, his Ratzon is so to speak nimshach acher chachmas, and his chachma is not like our chachma, okay, and it's really part of it is really nothing in addition to his essence, and his essence is something that we have no ability to understand, okay. So, too, is Chachma is completely beyond our knowledge, our ability. so what are we, so what are we saying then? So what do mm-hmm. we mean so by saying? It? Not ever so. so we're saying by the Chakhma, he says, we mean to say when we attribute Chachma to him and simultaneously say it has nothing to do with our Kachma, with what we know of as Chachma, it's to negative, he says, is, it's, neg- it's to negative foolishness or negative. Uh, mm-hmm. To negate right, that's just the way. Yeah, We call it negative. To uh, <laughs> it's to negate his lack of problems. It's the negative from him. <laughs> it's a no, 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 not subtract, that would be there. It's not to it's negate. It's we don't mean we don't mean to negate. It's not to remove. The, not not remove, remove that was right. It was well, no, so, actually, in other that that right. right. words, well, no, so, so, exactly. when I what I mean to say by to negative it is mean we are simply we are positing the uh to negative it means to say that it's a positive statement. Right. <laughs> yeah. Pronounce it for <laughs> you. Yeah. Exactly. I think I see what you're saying. Say it. He wants this anyway. But well, so where does this take us with with Ratzon? And he's like this. So too, Mashi and the Yachis <laughs> Elav Haratzon. When we say that God has will, okay? Who k'deish and novim siluk hayoso poel altsad hachiyu. It's to Remove, okay, is that it is that we should understand, right? Shenovin mi that we should understand from it the siluk, the removal of the idea that he is a poel through uh, nature, that he is just a natural force, like the poalem hachaserim biyicholes bal like the deficient poalem, okay that have a limitation in their ability Mm -hmm. because they can't withhold. They can't withhold. So he's saying, we're not, again, when we say, when we set up those two sides and we said, is he a natural, is God like a natural force or is God like a Balratzon? Right. So he says, well, we have to say is a Ratzon. He's saying, that's not, that's not positing a positive idea of Balratzon the way we know it, but it is, the complete removal of the idea that he is that his actions are simply the function of force okay and 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 therefore a limited uh pole and therefore he's a limited agent yeah yeah so why do we go in this direction and not the other direction yeah because okay good good so so what do we mean though that um in what sense like When I take, when we take the idea of uh, of wisdom, for instance, right, so you understand what we mean when we say we're going to negative uh, his lack of knowledge, right, because knowledge means, knowledge means a, a certain awareness of reality, right, and we can't say, the thing is we can't say that his understanding of reality is anything like ours, Right, because our, our sense of reality, our knowledge is based on our existence. And our existence uh, is limited. And it's something that is in addition to, to add and the knowledge is something extraneous to our essence, right? We can exist with or without it. And none of that is true about, uh, about God, right? Because his knowledge and his essence, we said, are, are identical. But we have to express the idea, and this is what we were discussing last week with the perfections, that all of our deficiency of knowledge is because of our deficiency of existence, right? So we want to try to express that God has that the the, the limited experience we have of knowledge based on our existence. Okay, that uh, the, the phenomenon of awareness exists in God without any of the limitations of our, that, that, that are particular to us, that are particular to existence that we understand. So we can only say that he has the unlimited, okay, uh, all we can say is in the, in the framework of, of Yidea, he has no lack. We can't say positive because we don't we don't understand what that would that would like put a, a, a definition, and that's what we were discussing when we started with this whole this whole uh, uh, mimer that we can't examine God and study him and reach some kind of conclusion and definition. He's beyond the realm of our inquiry. We we can't contain him in an experiment, so to speak and come out with some kind of a uh, scientific result because he supersedes the entire phenomenon of, of, of known reality to us. So it's impossible to do such a thing. And that would be, uh, a conclusion would be a limitation because so it would be an expression of our knowledge, which is based on on, on our experience. So it's impossible. But we can say, oh, but, but, but what we need to say is, That in the in the realm of under in the realm of knowledge, right, which we partake of to a limited degree, there is no limitation in God. Okay. That's what we mean to say. He says that's what we mean when we say that he has wisdom. Not the wisdom in the sense that we know it. Because the wisdom in the sense that we know it is, is external, it's limited. All of these There's only a few dimensions that we understand. There are a lot of different ways that it it's limited. and therefore to 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 label him with that would be a limitation. But we can say we can we can say that we are partaking of some kind of an experience and some kind of a uh, a phenomenon of uh, of knowledge. And in that in that frame, in that sphere, it's un, it's an unlimited, it's unlimited vis-a-vis. God. Now, in terms of ruts on what we mean? In terms of ruts on what we mean, that's what I want to explore a little bit further here. In terms of ruts on what we mean. So he's saying again, we can't let just like just like by knowledge, we can't say that God is, even though we can't say he has knowledge like we do, we can't say he, he's he has uh, he he lacks anything, right? So we have to apply the label of 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 uh, of Chochmah, because the opposite is sichlus. Okay, and he's saying over here in the realm and the framework of ratzon, we have to call him. We have to we have to apply the term a ratzon the be bechira. I'm sorry. In, t- in terms of poel, we have to say is a poel baratzon be be Bechira to negative the concept of just a big machine, right? A powerless actor, an actor that has no control over his own uh, endeavors, but to to say that we can um, extend our type of agency, our type of action, as a definition to God is wrong. Mm-hmm. Is wrong, because will and this is the to me this is the main idea, the main point that we're trying to make. The main point that we're trying to make is like this: when we say about a person. That he is a perfect actor, right? This is what we were, I was kind of like we were dancing around this point last week. I don't want to say it exactly yet, too early. But when we say that, that a person is a perfect actor, we lose to it. It means to say that what? It means to say that the action follows his his knowledge. Yes, and that there is a there's an there's an idea that precedes the action. Okay. And and not only that the not only the idea precedes the action, because you can conceive of an action and not necessarily do it, but it means to say that the, that the idea precedes the action, and there is some kind of an evaluation about the propriety of the idea, and only then, the action is is, is executed. You understand? That expresses a relationship between. The action and the knowledge. And the knowledge should be the knowledge and the assessment of that knowledge and the perfection of that, that should be the guide to the mysa An impulsive person is considered deficient. No self-control. Why? Because the minute they think of something, they have to do it. No filter. Something like that, right? So it's true. It means to say... That is coming from an idea, but there's no assessment. There's no there's no evaluation. There's no uh, there's, there's no perfection of the idea. There's no there's no need for the um, for a uh, a uh, you know uh, a certain kind of uh, of a uh, propriety. And uh, and when we talk about God being the perfect Poel, and we talk about Ratzon and B'chira. We're, we're referencing that kind of an idea. And that's what he means to say. He says, his ratzon is nimsheches from his chokma, Right? Ritzono nimshoch achar So the, the idea of ratzon that we apply to a Baruch Hu is to express this idea. That when we talk about a man, a person being a perfect, being a, a, a perfect po'el, as opposed to a deficient po'el, it means to say we recognize that there's an essential part of him, which is his knowledge, and everything is subjugated by that, and everything is all of his actions are only at the direction of the higher element of uh, of, of the element of knowledge, and 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 the will is in line with a certain uh, assessment of the idea, insofar as it reflects. The true truth and, and correctness at, uh, at that time, and that's that's what we're trying to express about God. We can't say He's natural because natural has no Chachma. Natural has no, uh, no is not directed at all, right? And that's why we can't so we can't say He's the first poem So we have to, by saying Ratzel, we mean say there's nothing that is flowing. There's no action that comes from God that is not a pro, is not associated with his knowledge, with his wisdom. Okay. But exactly the relationship we can't understand because just like we can't understand the relationship between him and his wisdom, we can't understand the relationship between his, uh, we can't really speak about his ruts on um, and, and himself because right. they, 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 just like it's, just like his existence is Nalam and his chachma is nelam, this idea of how he's a po'el is nalam But we're trying to ascribe and to identify the idea of the perfection. The perfection is that everything is a is, is his action is not dissociated from his knowledge, which is his essence. That's The poem. That's the perfect poem. Yeah, and and and, uh, the point is like this: the the paradox is that we want to we want to express the our in every way that we can. We want to express his uh, shleimus, his perfection. Right. So essentially, what we're saying is uh, to reflect upon his perfection. In a certain sense, we're reflecting upon the. Perfections that we have from our existence, right, and our intellectual perfections of chachma and Ratzon. Those are our perfections that, that stem from the, the essence of our of, of our soul. That's what elevates us above uh, inanimate material, animal animal existence. Right, we have we recognize that certain levels of existence. And Chachma is is a is, is is the greatest perfection that we know, and and it's and uh, and of course the the corollary to that, or the completion of the perfection of the knowledge, is the ability to act upon that knowledge. So yecholas is 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 uh, is included. But but is the mechanism of going from the knowledge to the action. And we have to express that God's action is also not a not a random uh not random behavior. It's in line with in our But in our framework, in our existence, the term we have for that is rotson and bechira. So we have to we have to use the term. To negative the opposite. That's the same way we use. We use the term to indicate the, that the opposite doesn't exist. Isn't it right? Is it still insufficient to say, though, to act upon the action that already seems like. We have no choice. That's the problem. Another. I that's just the say right. be the action. What's that? You can see I, I can be the action. That what my what knowledge you by and you? my actions are one of the same things. Right, that's the same thing as saying his knowledge and his existence are the same. It's just that we don't know what that means. Well, why is that wrong? It doesn't, it's not. We just don't know that we don't, we don't know his existence is. And that now yeah, right. you're mean, adding, adding sports, something into his existence, so sports, we, have no, we, have no, we have no idea. That's the problem. Either way, we're in this we don't know. We're just saying we don't know more efficiently, it seems like. Uh, we're both, in both, you know, both ways, it's, it's, right. just like, it's almost like one way to break mm-hmm. It's like saying we don't know, but in a way as a, we do, like it's using words that they, in, other, way, in to... other words, we have like a, um, it's kind of like, we, let's take knowledge, right? Yeah. So we have an idea of progress, right? K'sil b'choshe So A fool walks in the dark, right? And the chachma is, uh lights up your eyes, okay? So we have an idea of like the trajectory of no knowledge to knowledge. Mm-hmm. The stock, yeah. right, we have an idea of going from stupid, case, middle, right, <laughs> intelligent. Yeah. Right? We have, we have, we have, like, we have, like, an idea of that. Okay. <laughs> not, not pointing that to you guys. We have an idea abstract. <laughs> right? <abstracted, Yeah>. right? <laughs> yeah. So, what we're saying about God, in a certain sense, is this. Um, this uh, trajectory to what we call, what we say in the yeshiva, to the nth degree. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like negative. I'm just trying to teach you the lingo here. (laughs) N doesn't stand for negative in this case. Oh, okay. So so it is, it's like, so we have a sense of where Chachma goes. We have a sense of what Chachma does. But we can't see the end, right? Right. But we know it's nothing of the foolishness. And it's just like it is in this trajectory, in this path, in an unlimited sense. Right. Now, um, and those kinds of, and we we try to say that those are the ideas, those ideas of God's existence are what we can see from this world. From 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 studying my session, We can see these truths. And we can see the directions that the mind points you towards and tells you to not take the limit, because that's bad. The unlimited. Right? The unlimited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So this, is, this kind of agrees with Rambam. This is yeah, well. exactly. Okay. Exactly. This is All very right. much in line with the Rambam's idea of. Of the negative knowledge okay so he says like this um he says of a lotion novin not that we understand rats on how it is okay because that's part of his essence and just like his essence is completely hidden so to his rotson is completely hidden and we don't say we don't say about him that he's a pole but rotson again he repeats himself Except to understand from it that he's not a Poel through Chiyav without Kavana and Rachin. Mm-hmm. Not just an automatic thing. Yeah, detached I mean. from wisdom. That's the point. Yeah. I've I've noticed that um, when he mentioned, and this is um, maybe this is too much to say, already, but but uh, Chaim is pointing out like whenever the, he's like uh, goes to the point where he's saying he and his and his his, his, his it's part of his atzmuso, mm-hmm. and then he then he uh, which makes it sound more like naturally thing, right? Yeah. yeah. So the thing is like this. It's interesting. It's an interesting point. Now, isn't anything else if you call it nature in anything else any type of a powell. And you ascribe it to nature, it will, by definition, be devoid of knowledge. Mm-hmm. But since God's essence is knowledge, right? It's not. Right. So, so it's still appropriate to say it's part of His essence, but not like a natural force. Because everything else, chachma is additional. And if it's part of your nature, then it has to be part of something other than chachma, uh-huh. right? But by God is the only is the only is the only uh, existence we can say. That although it's part of his essence, it is part of his. His. It is not natural in the sense that we that we think of natural, which is uh, associated to a non uh, to to a, an element of non knowledge. But in God there is no such thing. So it's uh-huh. all knowledge. Let me just part. Let me just finish up this one thing, and then I, and then I want to jump to. to, to so you say like this. The M of Tomoma, OK says so that we still didn't get out of the problem we still didn't get out of one problem. okay? How does he change? <laughs> right From no will to will to will How does he change from no will to will? It's very nice to say his rotson and his essence are one and and uh, he's not. Uh, it's not like us where, uh, where there's a need and a lack and all of those other things. He says, but still, and we don't really mean it literally in the same way that we mean it, but still, he says, isn't there like a change from acting to not acting, to ruts on to not ruts on, to engaging and not engaging? He says, we'll answer you like this. How does God change from knowing man before he exists to knowing him when he exists? These are big problems. Mm. That these are your that are different without a doubt. And they change, right? And how? And there is no way to uh, get out of this. The only way out of this is either you say that he doesn't his knowledge is not like our knowledge, in the same way that it would cause a change in us, right? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> a fair choice. Right? Either you're gonna have to say that that his knowledge is not that is not like ours at all. It's not the mini idea y- at all like us, because in us it it creates this some something new in knowing a thing while it in its present form and having an idea about it beforehand. He mm-hmm. says, so you either gotta to have to admit that or jump into Kfira and say that he has that he's lacking knowledge of something. Right? Like some philosophers say, V'tomar sheein any yodei a davar bechol hamischaish el He only knows the general ideas; he doesn't know the particulars. Yo, he, he didn't know yoda as Moshe yoda He doesn't know Moshe any more from before than when he actually exists or after he exists. Because you're trying to avoid change. If you're going to say Every, uh, everything that comes and goes is a change in God's knowledge, right, that's a problem. So, you're just, so either you either going to say we don't understand, and now in, in us it necessitates a change. And in him, his knowledge is different, doesn't necessitate change. Or you're going to have to remove him from those knowledge, and then he considers to be a cure. This is just an the time. What's that? This is just mainly a coming from all the time. It's right? proper to say, the most proper thing to say is, Again, throw back to that. His knowledge comes after his wisdom. And just like his, his wisdom is, and not something additional to him, and completely hidden from, from us, so to his actual knowledge and will and your they're all they're all nimshochim achachachmoso, and everything is hidden. And we cannot any understand anything except that he is a poel. I don't get why that's The only thing he says is he's the most perfect the poel of the most perfect uh, choice. So, so I should find a look that. One second, and after we find the poel who a since that's the most perfect idea of a poel, we'll say about God that He is the poel with ability, uh, intention, and will. And so He's saying our minds lead us to that conclusion. Now that is perfection. That's the most perfect idea of a poel that he's not compelled by anything, and everything is within his control, to do or not to do, and everything is under kavana and Ratzon, and Nimshecha Sacher Chachraso. And if we can't understand how that is, uh, we have to at least know that it doesn't create change. Since we know change is a deficiency. So basically, basically, He's telling you, in other words, he's leaving you in a state where you just have to accept uh, certain uh, premises, uh, certain conclusions, I should say. I mean, based on good premises, certain conclusions, and basically admit defeat in this area and say, look, we have to, we have to, uh, we have to accept that uh, our minds lead us to some kind of a. Uh, an impossibility, because on the one hand it demands us to, to, uh, to understand and to recognize that God is the most perfect Poel, and the only thing is our idea of Poel will always introduce some idea of change, yet we also know that God is not the subject of change. How can we square that? We don't know. And that's basically it. And that's where he leads you. It's interesting. It's funny that, um, that the the alternative, the zero idea that he mentions, is also beginning the uh, of the Zara that the Rambam describes. That what? In what way? They, they always get rid of God as being involved in the world. They are moving right. further and further right. from the world. That's gradually. one of the problems, right? That's one of them. I mean, but, but let me read this. Let me, let me read this. And I, 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 I know mm-hmm. Albo knows. I'm sure he knows the rule from backwards and forwards. So I'm not sure why he doesn't uh, quote this this answer, but the Rambam directly addresses this question, okay, and he has a, he has an answer. He thinks he has an answer, okay. So the Rambam uh, the Rambam is in um, second book, okay, chapter 18, and he's going through questions that the philosophers have on uh, creation, okay. So he says. The second method employed in proving the eternity of the universe is based on the theory that all wants, changes, and obstacles are absent from the essence of God. Okay, so God doesn't have any needs. There are no changes in the essence of God. There are no obstacles to his yacholos, right? So he has... Um, right. So, so how, does the, how, does the, how does the proof go? So he's like this. So therefore, basically... The argument is there should never have been a time where there was no creation. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? That's that's the, the argument for the eternity of the universe. One of the arguments. Where, 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 where? in the morrow? I am reading from uh, book two, chapter 18. Okay. I'm in the I'm in the second method. So he says like this: our refutation of this proof, which is both difficult and profound, is this. So it's both difficult and profound. Okay. <laughs> So for you guys, you know, some people can handle difficulties, some people can handle profundity, but we're going to have to do both today. Okay, so it says like this, every being that is endowed with free will and performs certain acts in reference to another being, okay, so you have free will and you perform different acts in reference to another being, right, you act on something, necessarily interrupts those acts at one time or another in consequence of some obstacle or changes. So, for example, e.g., okay, a person desires to have a house. So the person is the being endowed with free will, right? And the act is on the house, right? So he has some, he wants to have a house, but he does not build one. Because he meets with some obstacles, okay? So if you have free will, Um, and you perform an act in reference to uh, another being, there'll be interruptions, okay, in consequence of obstacles or changes. So the first example is an obstacle. What's the obstacle? Supply chain. He has not the material, right? That's one problem. Or he has the material, but he's not prepared for the purpose on account of the absence of proper instruments, tools. Or he has the material and instruments, but he loses the desire, right? So... Vis-a-vis the man, the, the individual with free will, vis-a-vis the house, will either uh, meet with obstacles, or either have the desire and meet with obstacles, or he'll have the uh, the wherewithal and lose the desire, right? Since he feels no want for a refuge, so all of a sudden he doesn't need the house. When changed circumstances, as heat or cold, impel him to seek a refuge, then he desires to build a house, Okay. So, so what's going to stop him from building the house? Either obstacles or, or change in desire? Isn't he saying that no desire is an obstacle? No. Um, he puts it in two categories. He says either he says in consequence of obstacles or changes. Okay, The obstacles are the materials. And then he says the change means the circumstantial, the circumstantial changes that don't engender the desire right so i don't know the uh live in a place that's a perfect climate there's no need for a shelter okay then then things change you need a shelter thus change the circumstances changes will right and the will when it meets with obstacles is not carried into effect that's how uh, a being endowed with free will uh operates uh vis-a-vis another object okay so circumstances change, to change his, his will. And then if he meets obstacles, he'll, he'll, uh, he can't carry it into effect. This, however, is only the case when the causes. So that's the argument. So why didn't God create the world uh, earlier? You didn't get, get stuck in that logical problem, right? Was there an obstacle? Was there a change in his will? No. So how could it be that the universe is not eternal? That's their conscience. Right, yeah. So the rounds like this. He says this, however, is only the case when the causes of the action are external. Okay, when the causes of the action are external. Not by design. Um, but when the action has no other purpose, whatever, than to fulfill the will. Then the will does not depend on the existence of favorable circumstances. <laughs> so you're saying it's an external I mean, they so external come from him. So it was built in it's, it's, it's I don't know. It, it's kind of like if I design a He says like this. It, let like let it. me go a little further. He says like this: the being endowed with this will need not act continually, even in the absence of all obstacles. Because there does not exist anything for the sake of which it acts and which in the absence of all obstacles would necessitate the action. The action, the act simply follows the will. So he's saying a person, in this example, a person's will changes because of external circumstances. So the will is not really a, um, it's not really yeah. he says It is what he calls a. um, It is for a purpose, right? It's not simply an action to fulfill the will, right? Right. The will is because he has a need, right? So he says the regular person who has will is not really acting. You can't say he's acting purely to fulfill his will. The will exists because there's a there's an external need. An original, not an original will. Why is this will? There's always a right. reason behind exactly it. so he says in that kind of a being um you'll say that uh, that uh, the um that if his will exists uh and there are no obstacles he'll have to build it right he'll have, to, he'll have to he'll have to act he says but uh this whole idea it doesn't exist by god he says the being endowed with this will i'm sorry When the action has no other purpose than to fulfill the will, then the will does not depend on the existence of favorable circumstances. The being endowed with this will need not act continually, even in the absence of all obstacles, because there does not exist anything for the sake of which it acts, and which is the absence of all obstacles, and which in the absence of all obstacles would necessitate the action. The action simply follows the will is similar to what he says. It's nimsheches achar hachachma. But some might ask, here's the, here's the profound part. Even if we admit the correctness of all this is not the change, is not change right. imputed in the yeah. fact that the will of the being exists at one time and not at another? Or does that mean that there's an acceptable form of change that as long as he, he willed that change to begin with, he was always planning on that change and that's not the kind of change we're talking about. There's, there's deficiency. Well, that's a, that was a lot. Yeah, I'm but it still changed from potential <laughs> actor, you, actor to actor, actor. Right. If his right. change never came from obstacle... In other words, there was a will to create. And that's a change. Right? Right? And, and preceding that. that, there was no will to create. Otherwise, Why otherwise, there Because then it would have existed beforehand. No, no, that's what he's telling you. Why? Hmm? Why? That's what he's telling you. You can't say he, that. No, you can. You can say that God's right. will is to create. In other words, the creation of the universe oh. is a product of his will. No. But he, yeah, but it's not. Why is it immediate? That's just how he designed it. But there's no impediment. You're getting into the you're getting into the Hakodim, uh, conundrum. Yeah. You're getting into the rutzon hakdam con- conundrum, which which is a fallacy because <laughs> that's the eternal will, the eternal uh, will. Because that was his question. Did he have to do it when that uh, when it. that uh, or pretty? Well, he he, no, no. You're not. You're not, so. you're not listening to what he's saying. You're not listening to what he's saying. Listen again. He says, he says, um, change circumstances, change will, right by man. And the will, when it meets with obstacles, is not carried into effect. So therefore, um, it necessitates a a change. Circumstances changes the will, and the will, when meets with obstacles, will not be effect. Now he says, this, however, is only the case when the causes of the action are external. But when the action has no other purpose whatever than to fulfill the will, the will doesn't depend on the existence of favorable circumstances. Okay, the being endowed with this will need not act continually, even when there are no obstacles, because there does not exist anything for the sake of which it acts. Okay? The act simply follows the will. So wherever the will is, the act exists. Okay? And the will is not a product of circumstance. It's not, too, it's not for anything, like Marsh says. It's not for anything. When you ask a person, why did you do this, so there always is a for. So that means there was a circumstance that he has to overcome, mm-hmm. right? There was some kind of a need. Okay, one second. So he says, but he says, even if you're going to say this is correct, it still seems like you get stuck in the problem of change. Okay, he says, because. Even if we admit the correctness of all this, right, and we say that God doesn't, does God doesn't have to act, okay? Because the the will is is, is, is the will is not something that is a product of anything other than than, than the will itself, right? So it could come it, when the, uh, there is a uh, it's not a permanent uh, will, right? it's that's the will the will is when he has so he says so that's his problem so you're gonna have to say some kind of change Mm -hmm. otherwise the will had to be permanent and if the will is permanent there's no obstacle then the creation had to have been uh, eternal right so he says you still seems like you have to get into change at least did you call that plan for change you planned he already factored in that uh, because it's a change from a potential creator you were created, an actual change. creator, so that's a change. Yeah. Well, he wants to uh, say it's not possible in in something that is a set, that that it's not possible for God's essence to change. Right. right. Uh, listen, listen, this listen, is listen what he says. Let me let me old me is what you think? Okay. He said like this. I reply thus: the true essence of the will of a being is simply the faculty of conceiving a desire at one time and not conceiving it at another. You should probably cross-references with all the translations in existence. Okay. In the case of corporeal beings, that's, that's us. The will which aims at a certain external object changes according to obstacles and circumstances. Right? But the will of an absolutely spiritual being, which does not depend on external causes, is unchangeable. And the fact that the being desires one thing one day and another thing another day does not apply a change in the essence of that being Mm -hmm. or necessitate the existence of an external cause for for this change in desire. Listen, similarly, it has been shown by us that if a being acted at one time and did not act at another, this would not involve a change in the being itself. What does it involve? So he's saying like this. He's saying that is simply the very idea of will. The idea of will is that you will it at once and not, and not another time. That's simply the idea of will. It's not a change. That's the, that is what, that's what will all means. Will. That's all will. What, what's will? Wanting that's something and right. not wanting something. Right. It doesn't sound like he's answering the question. It what's sounds that? like it is a change. But then he says, hold on. But then he says, it is now clear that the term will is homonymously used (laughs) of man's will and of the will of God. There being no comparison, whatever, between God's will and man's (laughs) will. The objection is refuted and our theory is not shaken by it. But we still can't understand that. He's saying axiomatically... The the will of a spiritual being doesn't change, and what will means is that it changes sometimes. (laughs) Well, that's in your in your language. So what does he mean? That's pretty close to a translation. It's pretty It's funny. funny, I was trying to give. It sounds like he's giving an answer, and then he throws (laughs) us back on that we can't understand anything. (laughs) <laughs> what I, does don't he, get him I what he's looks saying? In other words, words, words yes, yeah, the key point. We is, mean by I get it. Yeah. No, yeah. Sorry, the key point is based this the true essence of the will of a being is simply the faculty of conceiving a desire at one time and not conceiving it at another. That's what, we, that's what we mean when we say a being has will. Is that all beings or God? All beings. Mm-hmm. All beings, he says. That's what will means, right? The essence of will means that you're not set on, a, uh, on an automatic path. That's not the function of your knowledge. Right? And that means to say that, uh, and what's interesting you' saying, and that that knowledge is not, um, and, that, and, that you, and that you have the ability to, have, uh, to conceive of an idea and, and to not conceive of an idea. Right? And it's like this. He says, if it's a corporeal being, then the will, will, um, the will is going to change according to options. So, okay, I have an idea. When I get really cold, I have an idea about building a house. When it's uh, warm, I'll uh, have an idea about uh, playing outside and forget about building a house. So those ideas will change based on those circumstances. He says, but the will of an absolutely spiritual being, which does not depend on external causes, is unchangeable. For one second, and the fact that the being desires one thing one day and another thing another day does not apply a change in the essence of that being or necessitate the existence of an external cause. There's no factors involved. Meaning, you're saying that when it comes to actualizing something, you have will, and then you have uh, what was the other thing? Uh, Actor, I guess. No, uh, is, he, is he saying something more than Albo? elbow? I mean, it sounds like he's it sounds like he's <laughs> saying more before he gives up. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, oh. the, it's, the, it's a, it's a useful I exercise. And he says much. he gives it, Marshall. He says it's just like we said. An action does not change the essence of the of the actor. Yeah. The action, right? He says you see that in a similar way. We've shown that if a being acted at one time and not at another. That doesn't involve a change in the being itself, right? That doesn't involve, involve a change in the being itself. It normally it involves a change in it. In other words, so he's saying that the concept, the idea of will is like self-determination. That's what will is. Now, in, 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 right, it's a freedom, right? It's a, a certain self-determination. And he's saying that doesn't imply change because that's the nature of a self-determined being. That is the very nature of a self-determined being. To be able to determine the self. So you can't say, oh, but that's change. No, that's the very definition of what it is. Yeah, not, right? Really that's not. what it is. And he says, so he, so he says, mm-hmm. but, but we can't, but in terms of, it, so what does he mean to say that, that we has to throw back onto the idea that we can't understand? It sounds like he's gotten out of the problem. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so he says, the answer started out, right? He's saying it's going to be, uh, the refutation is difficult and profound. But um, what's interesting is, at the end he says, the objection is refuted and our theory is not shaken. That is all we desire to establish. So he's not trying to, he says, I'm not trying to explain what exactly what it means by God's will. That's what he means in the end. I'm not trying to explain exactly what it means to be God's will. Showing I'm just showing problem. you that it's not considered a change a because the idea of will is basically self-determination, and self self-determ- And you can't say a self-determined being, while he is in that that's the, the activity of that of that uh, essence is not changing. That's not called changing. It's like the thing he says with God's will. He's so saying, but in terms of what we understand as will, which is always a reaction and all those kinds of things, we can't apply that. We can't really apply our notion of will to God. Because our notion of will is always a product of some externality. So it is always changing when it comes to us. But when it comes to him, it's not a product of any circumstances, but it still is reflective of a perfection of self-determination. And the nature of self-determination is to be able to do to do things uh, now and not later, et cetera. But, exa- but you can't say, therefore, there's a change. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of his action, not in terms of what he is, in terms of action. Yeah, okay. Very hard stuff, so uh have to uh, be more aware of our ignorance than, uh, than, than we were. assume we have knowledge of these areas, okay? <laughs> okay. Thank you.